Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jeanette Hendricks. This is the Chronicles of an Introverted Black Woman podcast. It is a bi-weekly conversation with your host, Jeanette Hendricks, a reading specialist in Brooklyn, New York. I'm talking all about introversion, reading development, personal development, mental health, and motherhood. My ultimate goal is to empower individuals to overcome their limiting beliefs, face their fears, build their confidence, and think outside the box by tapping into their creativity. So tap into my podcast, The Chronicles of an Introverted Black Woman. Hey, welcome to volume 37, Who Are You Really? And this is your host, Jeanette Hendricks. And this week, we are talking about identity. So before I get into it, I just want to say I made it. I made it to the finish line of this school year. This is my eighth year of teaching, and it feels so good. So, so, so good to be done with school. It felt like two years in one, and it was like never ending. And not just because of like, you know, the kids, like, you know, kids are kids. It's just like the pandemic seriously affected just everything. Like, we are really starting from scratch. And it's a mess. To all my teacher friends who's still teaching, you are almost there. You are almost at the finish line. You got this. So not only is the school year over, but this was my first year in a reading specialist role. And let me just tell you, your girl has already gotten a promotion to support third to eighth grade teachers in my network for reading intervention, which is basically for helping students who are reading below grade level. So yay me. Who would have thought just a year ago, I was in my parents' basement, you know, trying to figure out what the hell I was doing and what was my next move, like what was next for me. All of this while still working on my brand and building awareness around Genetic Literacy Corner. Sometimes we get so caught up in what's next instead of just taking the time to just appreciate how far we've come. So this is your daily reminder to just reflect on far you've come on your own personal journey. So go you. And I'm so excited for what the summer has to bring. Now that I'm done with working at my job, I can put my full focus on creating. All I know is, like I say all the time, what you focus on, you can create. So get out there and start creating. Look at me, creating the life I want by letting go of my fears and trusting myself. Oh, and hold up. Wait a minute. I am in Jamaica. Yes, I am in Jamaica as I record. And as you're listening to me through your speakers or through your headphones, I am Jamaica. So wagwan to all my Jamaican listeners. Being here definitely had me feeling connected to my ancestors. And it has opened my eyes to so much more. And that's what led me to this week's topic. So volume 37, it's all about who are you really? Like, who are you really? This is the perfect place for this topic because I've always struggled with my identity since I was like a little girl. I've always been told 
or been labeled of like who I am or what I should be. And I'm here today stepping into who I am and I'm loving every minute of it. And being in Jamaica just makes it that much more like real, I feel. And I'm here today stepping into who I am and I'm loving every minute of it. So before I get into the topic, let me go over what I mean when I say identity. You know, the teacher in me has to go to the definition. So I went on psychology today, and according to psychology today, identity includes the many relationships people cultivate, such as their identity as a child, friend, partner, and parent. It involves external characteristics over which a person has little or no control, such as height, race, or socioeconomic class. Identity also um, includes political opinions, moral attitudes, and religious beliefs, all of which guide the choices one makes on a daily basis. So that was a lot, but in a nutshell, identity is so complex because we have both internal and external factors that shape our identity. So already it's complicated because it's not just something that's internal, it's also external. From our relationships, throughout our lives, to our beliefs that we hold close to us. So whether those beliefs were passed down from our families or from the environment around us. So that's like the shortened version. So we have internal and external factors that basically shape who we are. So two things that stood out to me the most about that definition from psychology today was the part where it says that our identity, right, as a child, and the last part of that definition, where it says all of these factors guide the choices one makes on a daily basis. Because there are so many factors that can mold and shape our identity without us even realizing it. Our identity as, as a child, that shapes us to what we are today. So a lot of the things that we do, we do without even realizing that, that that's something that we've already had because of something that was back in our childhood. And when I was on psychology today, it also shared how our identities are formed, which was really interesting, which explains why so many of us are asking the question, who I am, really? Like, who are we, really? So... How is our identity formed? According to Psychology Today, our identity identity formation involves three key tasks. Okay? So discovering and developing one's potential is number one. Number two is choosing one's purpose in life. And number three is finding opportunities to exercise that potential and purpose. So those three things are really important. If you are not taking time to discover and take time with yourself and develop those things over time and just accept what those beliefs from your family are, right? You're going to, are you really truly the person that you want to be? Is that who you really are? Is that really you? And also number two, choosing one's purpose in life. You have to choose your purpose. No one in this world your family, your parents, whatever, whatever, can choose it for you. Nobody. You have to choose your own purpose in your life. And that's how your identity is formed. 
and finding opportunities. This is number three is so important. So finding opportunities to actually exercise that potential, right? You have to be able to exercise your potential, exercise your purpose, because then it will become authentic. It becomes a habit, right? Because now it's going to be a part of you. And identity is also influenced by our parents and peers during childhood. And even when we get to adolescence, right, that's when we start to do our experimentation and try, you know, we start to really get into who we are. So earlier I shared that growing up for me, I struggled with my own identity as a child. You know, I am the lightest one in my immediate family, so I always felt different. I was always mistaken for, you know, the biracial child, or I would get told that you can't just be black. And hearing those things over time always had me question my blackness and just who am I really? Because that kind of shaped my identity, always questioning like, well, do I have white in me? Or um, am I not black enough? Right? These are questions that I'm asking myself as a kid because of um, what people, because I was influenced by my peers, I was influenced by those around me, by what they said, right? Because remember, we have the external factors that we really can't control. And like the definition says, our identity as children really have a huge effect on how we see ourselves into adulthood. So all of those things shape us. And, you know, me being a teacher, I've seen firsthand how important a teacher's role is in supporting children's own identities. You know, we have to create spaces that allow our students to be their most authentic selves. And I know that this was about like who you are really, but you know, the teacher in me has to express this. Like teachers, we have to find time. And I know in our busy schedule, it's hard. But at the beginning of the year, we have to spend time helping our children to form our identities because over my eight years of teaching, I've come every single year into contact with children who are so lost and they don't have any idea who they are. And us as teachers, we can help them and guide them in the direction that they need to go. So not only so they can learn about themselves, but also so they can learn about others. Right. So I think at the beginning of each school year, students should do some identity work. And another important thing is that we have to remember that identity continues to evolve. Right. Our identity continues to evolve over the course of our life. So until we sit and ask ourselves, who are we really? We're just letting our identity reflect on what the world labels us or what our family and friends think of us and what we should be doing. If we are overly concerned with what everyone else thinks we should be doing, then we aren't really living in our truest selves. So it's always good to like reflect between who we are and who we want to be. And it could be a powerful catalyst for change. So once again, I'm going to ask you the question, who are you really? And as you listen to me through your speakers or headphones, I come to you as a almost 32-year-old, and 
I want to say I am still trying to answer that question myself. Who am I really? Because who are we really? Are we what our parents told us, what our friends say about us, what the church thinks? There are so many critics who want to decide the identity that we should have when we are the ones who choose who we are. So I come to you with full transparency that I am on this journey to find my true identity and it feels amazing. Being in Jamaica really has me feeling connected to my ancestors who left Montego Bay to come to America for a better life. Our identities will continue to evolve and that's okay. You shouldn't be the same person you were a year ago. With experience comes more wisdom and through those experiences, we have to do a lot of unlearning to cultivate an identity that is our own and not the identities of those around us. So I have a few questions for you to think about that will help you get a better understanding of who you are, really. And remember, I too am still answering these questions and always give yourself grace. This journey to become our most authentic selves will be continuous. Life will throw us some curveballs, but you are grounded, right? So if you are grounded in who you are, the curveballs will be taken as lessons because you know that life is ever-changing. Each and every one of us have a goal of nurturing values and making choices that are constant with our true selves. A lot of us internalize the values of our families, even though they don't align with our authentic self. This right here can cause us to doubt who we really are. When we ask ourselves those hard questions on our values, this can create change and a more fulfilling life. So I want you to get your pencil and I want you to get some paper and I want you to write down these questions or just you can, you know, pause it and answer it or write down your answer or whatever makes you feel better. So number one, what do I believe in? Like, what are my values? That's number one. Number two, what or who is holding me back? And honestly, sometimes that answer might be you. And I know that was the case for me. So that was the realest question I asked myself. Um, so yeah, number two, who or what is holding me back? Number three, what are my short-term goals and long-term goals? Write them down. I know I write my short-term goals and my long-term goals down, and it's all right if you don't hit all your short-term goals. So for me, I make three-month goals, right? So over the course of three months, I have, um, those are my short-term goals. And then my long-term goals are like for the 12 months. So definitely do that because that will help you really, really start to say like, okay, who am I really? Because if you want to get to who you are really, you need to have a plan. So what are your goals? Answering these questions, honestly, was not easy. I knew I needed to be truly honest with myself, even though the answers to those questions might have been hard or might have hurt me. Know that doing this work isn't easy, but the result of you being more self-aware will bring you that much closer to form your true identity. So like I said before, discovering and developing your potential, choosing your purpose in life, and finding opportunities to exercise the potential and purpose is really how you can form your identity. 
right? And over time, you will see change, right? Progress over perfection. I always tell myself that. The moment you realize, like, okay, each day I'm going to do and work on myself. Just continue to work on yourself little by little. And you'll see when you start to look back and say, wow, like six months ago, I was wishing I was where I was right now. And look, I'm beyond. I'm doing much better than what I expected. So just focus on those three questions. Like really ask yourself, like, what are my short-term goals? What are my long-term goals? Right? What is holding me back? Really holding me back from who, from finding my identity. Is it something that you're holding on from childhood? Is it something that people, someone said about your identity and now you feel like that's who you are when you're really not? These are questions that we really have to ask ourselves to become who we really want to be and to become our most authentic selves. So I hope that this volume was useful and informative for some of you. And if it was, definitely share, definitely leave a review, subscribe to my newsletter on my website at JeanetteFlitterCCorner.com and take care.